Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's get into the NBA because we do have some big headlines in the association tonight, including one of the most electrifying players returning to the court for the Memphis Grizzlies. We've got the Grizzlies visiting the Pelicans tonight and New Orleans, six and a half point favorites at home. Total of 232 and a half. It's Ja Morant that's coming back to this Grizzlies roster. But I was looking at this line. I was like, oh, maybe the line will move because Ja is back. It hasn't really. It's seven and a half Mm -hmm. in some spots. So maybe six and a half is uh, maybe we will see some line movement throughout the day. But you've got to remember that the Grizzlies as a team have been battling a ton of injuries. And Ja Morant's been out, sure. But they also have been missing Marcus Smart. Steven Adams hasn't played in forever. Luke Kennard, Brandon Clark. So this is a team that's pretty much decimated by injuries, and we've seen it. They have not covered a single spread in each of their last five games. Meanwhile, the Pelicans uh, have been one of those teams that are pretty solid uh, this year. Zion Williamson has been good. He has slimmed down a bit. He has not been eating Christmas cookies nearly as much as Stephen A. Smith would like to imply. Jenks, does John Morant being back on the court make you want to bet on the Grizzlies here? It sure doesn't. Not at all. I'm glad to see money going in the Pelicans' direction because I absolutely think this is the right call. Number one, as you said, the Grizzlies are a bad basketball team. Number two, even if you have a superstar come back into the fold, it does take a while for chemistry to develop on the court. And yeah, he's been practicing with the team. That is certainly different from a game. The Pelicans have also won four straight. We're seeing money come in again on New Orleans. I got them this morning at minus six and a half, and now I'm trying to find it again at six and a half. It's at seven and a half almost everywhere. I like New Orleans in a big way here. Yeah, I think so too, especially since New Orleans has been really good at home this year. Like the Mm -hmm. knock on New Orleans is that they are not nearly as good on the road. They are nine at four, nine and four at home though, as opposed to seven and seven away from the vaunted Smoothie King Center. Um, but here's another, you know, parallel to this game. I saw when I was looking up John Morant, obviously you do the Google search and apparently his new Christmas shoe is dropping tonight. And I was thinking, okay, we'll check them out. I'm not really much of a sneaker person, but they're purple and mint green. How are these Christmas shoes? Ooh, 
purple and mint green. I'm trying to imagine this. I don't they don't know. even match the uniforms. Like, why is matching uh, not a thing in the NBA? Have you noticed this? When players have, like, their signature shoes, they yeah. don't even match the uniforms. Wouldn't you want to at least have coordinating colors with the uniform that you're wearing? Yes. I'm a guy that likes to match. Come on. Those <laughs> colors belong on a court in Las Vegas for the NBA Cup. You know? Put some teal or some mint green, purple, throw in some, I don't know, cauliflower. What is that, a light blue? I don't know. I, I, I like it when these guys have signature shoes, but they always look on point with the uniform, you know? And it's like, oh, look at those. Look at the guy in the Lakers. They're wearing their blue and yellow, and his shoes are red and green for Christmas. It stands <laughs> out and it doesn't look good to me at all yeah that's my two cents like i'm pretty basic i don't find myself thinking fashion forward but i will say you know at least my clothes usually match but maybe that's not as wild and electric as the nba uh wants to keep it when you're looking at the nba slate were there any other games that you at least wanted to talk about or look at i was looking at the line in this bucks and spurs game because I will say, uh, the Spurs have not been a great team, but they've at least covered in two of their last three. Um, a win against the Lakers, that was a big one. Uh, but still, Milwaukee, their offense, it's really hard to fade them here, even at a big number, because yeah. that's what you're looking for when you need a team to cover a 14-and-a-half-point spread or whatever it is, 16-and-a-half, jeez. Um, you need an offense that can really fire on all cylinders. We know Milwaukee can do that, but the problem is sometimes their defense is not the best. So at 16 and a half, are you willing to take a risk on the Spurs here? Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus I am not. I like the over, actually. I can't believe I like the over at 249 and a half. Are you serious? But Wimby's out, okay? So, obviously, he's a great defensive uh. presence for San Antonio, and he can score. So, right there, I think, I think his defensive prowess is more significant here. But ultimately, the Spurs don't play any defense anyway, right? They're fourth worst in the NBA. And then look at how the Bucks are playing right now. They've lost exactly one game in Milwaukee this season. The over is hit in eight of their last nine overall. I don't want to lay a number this big, but I would go over to 49 and a half. 
Yeah, did not know that Wemby was out. Obviously, that is a big thing to consider, but still the Spurs overall just have not been good, even with Wemby in the lineup. Uh, looking at the bottom of the slate, or at least you know what we have in the rundown, we do have what looks to be on paper a good matchup between the Warriors and the Celtics. Uh, this year has not gone well for Golden State. Yeah. I think at the start of the season, we would say, ooh, this is a good one. Maybe I'll stay up and watch this game between the Warriors and the Celtics. But this line is five. Golden State, home dogs here getting five points. Is there any way to believe in Golden State right now? It's hard to separate the drama that we've seen in the headlines and mm -hmm. what we've seen on the court. But the numbers aren't even supporting Golden State either. Two and four against the spread in their last six games. It feels like Boston's the play, no? I think Boston is the play. I think one thing I might look at here is, and we didn't talk about it, but the last time he played Steph Curry on Sunday night, his three-pointer streak ended at 268 games. Bravo, by the way. That's incredible. Five straight years of at least one three-pointer. He went 0 for 8, scored 7 points. So I think in a game like this, when you're talking about a marquee team like the Celtics, I don't think Steph goes back-to-back -back games shooting that poorly. So Steph Curry, five three-pointers or more, minus 140. It's a little juicy, but I feel like he steps up tonight and he fires away, and he's going to have to for the Warriors to have a chance. It's a high number, I get it, but I'll bank on Steph having a great night after what was very uncharacteristic for him last time out. Well, clearly the books think so too. Five threes is minus 140? Uh, yeah, yeah isn't that crazy? So clearly you're not off. getting any kind of bargain. The books are like, no, no, no. We do not no, believe no, no, no. that Steph Curry has fought, has you know, uh, lost his touch just after one game. So I think that is very telling how high that line is. But I think I'll just go ahead and take the Celtics here. Uh, you should know that Kristaps Porzingis is questionable for this one. He's uh, been really good offensively this year uh, for Boston. But in the meantime, this is not a Golden State team that I would like to trust. What's the game we didn't get to? Uh, the Suns and the Trailblazers. I'm not going to lie. This game does not really excite me. Jenks, is there anything you think the better should know here? Yes, Bradley Beal, once again, <laughs> once again, out for two weeks. This cat never plays. Just don't bet on the Suns. I see everyone on the Suns. I would be on the Blazers here. Phoenix is 0-5 against the spread in their last five. So, look, they could absolutely donkey-stomp the Blazers, who are terrible. But do you really want to bet on a Suns team where you just don't know what you're going to get night in and night out? How many games have the big three played together this season? Two, three? Beal is always injured. I would just stay away from this one completely. I was going to ask you this. They have been offering lines for the Christmas Day games for quite some time now. Because I mm -hmm. always find myself like scrolling through the games and then you see a game, you're like, huh, I don't remember that game being on the schedule. And they're like, oh, December 25th. Do you think there's any value betting on those games early? It feels like the NBA is one of those leagues where I don't think I'd want to bet on games early. Like, wouldn't you want no to know way. who's playing and who's not injured? For a league where you find out if players are going to play maybe an hour or two before, I sure wouldn't want to bet weeks before. So that would be a pass from this guy.
Yeah, those lines have been up for a long time, too. So I mm-hmm. guess somebody's betting on them. You know, got to make their Christmas plans for what they're going to bet on. Actually, I kind of respect it. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.